Hello, hello, and welcome to, or welcome back to the Vibe Hive. This is one of the uncut episodes, much more chill. I'm not doing, it's not following any type of guidelines or topics or anything like that. I'm really just talking, really. Um, So yeah, just sit back, relax. This is definitely much more of a chill episode. I have another uncut episode. You can go check that out if you want to. But yeah, the uncut episodes are kind of just like the little space filler episodes where it's no real topic it's no real like it's no real substance well it is going to be substance but it's no real like topic or segments and stuff like that it's kind of just me talking about just think it's kind of me talking about things that I don't want to make a full episode on so yeah (laughs) go check that out my other episode I was talking about if you want to go ahead do that but yeah let's just get into it um I do want to talk about like my little uploading schedule that I have so far um my last episode is the lack of resources in the black community episode and I wanted to have like certain guests on there but because of you know conflicting schedules and stuff like that I couldn't get everyone on the episode but I really wanted to drop an episode sometime in between then so I'm dropping this but yeah that's gonna come out next and then after that I have the episode already pre-planned out so yeah it I'm doing really good on this uploading man I'm doing I'm doing best I can (laughs) but yeah let's just let's just get into whatever I'm gonna get into today who knows I'm just gonna talk from I'm just gonna freestyle off the dome in this episode so yeah oh my goodness so something that I have seen like a trend that I've been seeing on um Twitter and like on YouTube as well I watched um I watched Dante I'm Dante I watched him react to whose video was it I can't remember whose video it was but I watched him react on his stream to a video talking about like speed and aiden ross and like the community that they've built and why like twitch can become toxic and stuff like that and i oh my goodness i've been saying this for a very long time and well i've been thinking this for a long time i haven't said it because i was scared that if i said i'm gonna get swarmed with misogynistic incels on twitter and stuff talking about me but i'm i'm glad that people are finally realizing that the stuff that like speed and aiden ross does is lame (laughs) very lame um but basically I have always said that like oh okay if you all don't know who Speed is or who Aiden Ross is basically the rundown of it Speed is basically he gained a whole lot of followers a whole lot of subscribers and stuff and like in a short amount of time I think he gained like two I don't know the logistics of it but he gained like two million followers in a very short amount of time and Aiden Ross is also a Twitch streamer I'm pretty sure y'all seen him the little light-skinned boy is is he black or is he is he white I think he's white the little white boy whatever but basically these two are like the top twitch streamers that you think of right now they've collabed with a lot of people um they've collabed with people I think they've collabed with Kai before I don't know I'm not sure I don't even really watch these people like that I've only heard of them through TikTok and through my friends (laughs) that's it but people have brought up that this type of content is not funny and that this type of content is really lame and I'm glad that people are finally realizing that so yeah with me though okay I have always said this but Speed and Aiden Ross and a lot of like a lot of their viewers and a lot of just like men and boys in general they think it's funny to like be gay and (laughs) and to a certain extent, it is funny. Like, the little, hey, yo, like, you know, you throw out a little gay joke here and there. Hey, yo, like, you're not expecting people to say that. It's a shock value to it. Like, 
if you're a dude and you're talking to your dude friend, he's like, hey, you looking real cute today. You're like, hey, yo. Like, <laughs> of course, it's funny. It's a shock value to it. But basing your entire career on pretending to be gay and to pretend to throw out these gay jokes and do gay things and, like, it's weird. It's very weird to me. I've always said that I think that pretending to be gay is weird. Why are you, first of all, why are you pretending to be gay? Second of all, why are you trying to capitalize off of it? Third, what's funny about being gay? Oh, okay. And I think that the video that I was watching Dante react to, it kind of was saying that when a streamer or when a person puts on this persona and they put on an act and they put on this like gimmick, their followers the following the people who are watching the streamers etc etc the people who are watching them they they're gonna feed off of the person that they're watching and i did not say that right they're gonna feed off of the streamer's energy so speed for example he barks and he barks and he screams and he yells and stuff on camera and he does it's like a speed dance and stuff like that and of course if he is going to react a certain way to what people say, people are only going to want to watch him to see those reactions, to see those those little clips that they see of him on TikTok acting crazy and screaming and barking and stuff like that. They're only there to see those type they're only there to see that type of content from him. So because of that, it creates a weird relationship between him and his followers because then is it really a genuine following? Is it really a good following? If people on Twitch are donating hundreds of dollars or they're donating even $10 to Speed or to Aiden or to any to any streamer, and then the little comment underneath of that, the little like voice that you know can say if they leave a note or whatever like that, is saying something that is going to obviously make Speed or Aiden or anybody else upset, and then said creator reacts a certain way, then that's all they were there for. And it's like, is it really a genuine audience? Do they really care? And I've seen Aiden and I've seen Speed and I've seen a lot of other different Twitch streamers and stuff like that. They get to the point where it gets annoying and the toxic fan base comes in. Like, I think, I don't know if it's still like this now because I don't really keep up with him. But I remember when Speed was first coming up, his entire like niche was that his followers were mean to him. And they would always just like spam L in a chat, always tell him mean things, always curse him out, always just go in on him. And I remember Speed one time saying like, bro, it's not funny. Like he would always like, bro, this isn't funny, blah, blah, blah. You need to stop it. Or like, it's not funny. He would get frustrated. But of course, they're not going to listen to him. Of course, they're not going to follow what he says because they make his entire his entire niche his entire brand is built off of him getting upset so of course they're not gonna care obviously and I think that specifically with speed I'm not really sure like what Aiden Ross does but I know that Aiden has kind of like chilled out on that type of content and um I don't watch them like faithfully or anything at all but I know that he has like chilled out on that type of content he does kind of like he do still do it sometimes but not as much but with speed it's kind of getting to the point where it's like dude it's lame now it's washed up it's not funny (laughs) it's not funny anymore and to me to me speed has never been funny he's never been genuinely hilarious he's never been really entertaining to me he's only been entertaining because of these like clips that people find of him on tiktok and then they go to his streams and they're expecting the same thing that got him viral on tiktok he has never been genuinely funny or entertaining. He just has shock value. And I think the same thing kind of applies to comedians too. It's not funny, it's shock value. 
And how long does shock value go until it's not valuable anymore? And I think Speed and other creators such as him and stuff like that, they've gotten to the point where they realize, well, their followers and the people who once used to enjoy them got to the point where it's like, okay, it's not valuable anymore because you already know what you're going to do. And then plus another thing with Speed, I don't, uh, it's like when I see some of his videos and stuff like that, and when I see, and it's not even just Speed, let me, let me get this straight. It's not just Speed I'm talking about. Speed is kind of like the, he's kind of like the face of all the other streamers who does what he does. So when I say Speed, I'm kind of speaking on everybody else who does the same thing he does. It's like, it, it's creating such a toxic community and it's creating such a lame, weird incel community because it's like every time Speed sees a nice looking woman, he's immediately yelling at her, calling her all types of derogatory names and stuff like that and I'm not here to try to like diminish the fun or diminish like the comedy in it but I think it comes to a certain point where like dude is screaming at a woman calling her calling her all types of bees and stuff like that and saying bounce hey shake y'all know that Tita artist like I'm not gonna lie to y'all I need all my big booty to come to the front even though that's Chris that's young Chris and that was just like a fake little this was like a fun little thing Chris, young Chris has said that that song was inspired because of how Speed talks to women. So it's kind of like, to what point is it still funny that every time Speed sees a woman, he's going to, one, he's going to be derogatory to her. Two, he's going to objectify her. And three, he's going to scream at her. And then his young, lame, white boy audience is going to think that that's funny. And they're going to think that that's okay to talk to a woman that way. And they're going to think that it's cool to talk to women that way. It's not. (laughs) it's definitely not cool and I think like I said I think in the beginning I'm glad that people are finally realizing that what he's doing is not funny and it's like you know I'm not I don't want to come here and I don't want to just like talk down on creators and stuff like that because I understand that he probably is putting up a persona he probably is just putting on a gimmick or acting behind all of that and once the cameras go off and once the twitch stream ends he probably is going through a whole lot a lot this happens to a lot of streamers they probably go through a whole lot off camera. We never know what people are generally going through. But I think now it's kind of just like, okay, you're kind of, it's kind of getting washed up. And I've been saying this since the beginning. <laughs> I, like I said, I've been saying that pretending to be gay and acting gay is literally not funny at all. It get, It's only funny because it's shock value and it's not funny to base your entire career off of that. Not even because I'm trying to be like, oh, it's not funny to make fun of gay people. It's generally just not funny. It, it's not funny. It gets to a certain point where it's not funny anymore. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. That that's been something that I've been seeing a lot. I've been seeing a trend of people saying, well, not a trend, but I've been seeing a lot of people say that you know it's not funny anymore. Blah blah. blah. And I'm just glad that people are finally, you know, realizing that. But yeah, that's basically it for this little part. I guess I have nothing else to really say about that. Oh, and two, I could make an entire episode about this. But I'm not going to. Why? Because I don't have time for the men to come to me and say, oh my God, you just don't understand. I don't have time for it. I don't care. But yeah, that's basically it for this little part of the uncut. So yeah. So another thing that I've been like looking at or I've been like into or just want to talk about is black holes and my theory about black holes. Now... I have always loved science and chemistry and everything dealing with the universe and the stars and planets and stuff like that. I've always been interested in that. And I've just, I've always just been interested in it because when it's explained 
in a way that I can understand and it's explained in a way that's not boring with multiple assignments and all this math and stuff like that. It's so interesting. I love the theoretical part of science and chemistry and stuff like that. So recently, I've been watching a lot of videos about like science and black holes and stuff like that. And I've been watching this channel called Kurz, Kurz Jezak. Bro, it's in a different language. The title is in a different language, but it's spelled K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-G-T. And it's dash in a nutshell. If y'all have any free time on YouTube or you just have nothing to do, please go watch some of their videos, bro. Like, I prom- this ain't sponsored. I promise to God, this ain't sponsored. I'm not getting paid to do this or nothing. I promise to God. But their channel is so cool. Like, it, it has very nice visual. It just makes learning so fun. I sound like a teacher, but it makes learning stuff so fun. Anyway, they have videos about, like, black holes and stuff like that. And I just want to talk about how crazy black holes are. Because I think that everyone has like us, everyone has a okay idea of what black holes are. But when I started figuring, but when I started learning about like what exactly they are and how they are formed and like all the details of black holes, I came up with my own hypothesis and my own theory about black holes. So just hear me out. Okay. Just, <laughs> just hear me out. I'm no scientist. I'm no chemist and I'm no astronomer, but just hear me out. So from the information that I learned about black holes, Black holes are basically formed when star- when the inner core of a star collapses on each other. And basically what that means is that when all of the elements inside of a star, when, when it gets to a point where they can't form anymore, it creates a nuclear fusion, which then, I guess, expresses all of this energy that a planet cannot hold not a planet a star cannot hold and basically all of the elements and stuff like that that goes into creating a star and goes into making sure that a star is functioning and works are silicon oxygen neon carbon and wait no silicon oxygen neon carbon helium and hydrogen all of those elements combine together in order to make sure that a star's core is working fine. But when all those elements keep on compacting and keep on, you know, building and getting and getting more prevalent, it's like that over time, it creates iron. And a planet cannot, not, why do I keep saying planet? And a star cannot function on iron. And when all of these elements end up creating at its core, at a star's core and creates iron, like I said, it causes nuclear fusion, all of the atoms and stuff like that, they just basically come together, they fuse, and then the energy is expressed, and the energy makes everything blow up in and of itself. That's what happens. And two things can happen when that happens. It can either, one, create a supernova, or a superstar, or a nuclear star, or either it can create a black hole, which most of the time it creates a black hole, depending on the amount of energy that's been expressed, depending on, you know, how big the star was, et cetera, et cetera. But essentially, that's how black holes are created. Now, mind you, stars go, stars basically function based off of two things, radiation and gravity. When it's an equal amount, and when all the elements and stuff like that is working equally and in harmony and stuff like that, that's how stars are there because of radiation and gravity. But when all those, um, when nuclear fusion happens and everything explodes and stuff like that, 
it's the, the radiation decreases and the gravity increases and that's how black holes are created now mind you if there is an increase in gravity that means that black holes have it they have their own sense of gravity they have their own gravitational force and from the videos and from the stuff that i've researched and stuff like that that i've seen a lot of the time black holes have things orbiting around them black holes have black holes they have such a strong gravitational force that other planets and other stars and just other objects in space can orbit around them and the fact that black holes are not easily detectable and the fact that you cannot visibly see a black hole no matter no matter how good the technology is or anything like that you cannot actually see a black hole unless you get very 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 close to it very close to it the only way that we have been able to even see black holes i i think i'm not sure about this i think is because of telescopes and other like different space gadgets and stuff or i don't know but that's the only way we've been able to see a black hole but since a black hole is so hard to see and since a black hole is so hard to detect that's what makes them weird that's what makes them very interesting because it's like okay how do you know if we're getting close to a black hole or not right right so boom here is my theory wait wait before i get into my theory another thing about black holes i think the craziest thing black about a black hole is that it has a thing called an event horizon i'm not even going to talk about the inside of a black hole because i can comprehend it it's in my head i understand it but i would not be able to repeat it because it's not going to sound right when i oops i can only hit the microphone it's not going to sound right when i explain it so that's why y'all should just go watch the channel i was talking about because it's not gonna sound right when i explain it but uh what was my point oh my god i forgot my point oh the event horizon so basically the event horizon is like the outside of the black hole so imagine it's a sphere in front of you right and imagine you put your hand really close to that sphere the space you put it really close almost to where you can barely you're barely touching it like you're almost touching it right the space in between your hand and that sphere that very small space in between it i keep hitting the microphone i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm using the microphone as the sphere example but the space in between that is the event horizon and in the event horizon time becomes warped time is not a real thing anymore when you're at the when you're at the event horizon because let's say for example we were observing someone or something that was going towards the black hole from our perspective they would approach the black hole they would start going slower and slower and slower they would almost freeze in space and then they would just disappear from our perspective but from their perspective they will be approaching the black hole and as they approach time will start going faster and faster and faster civilizations will have risen and fallen things would have been everything is going like 10 million times faster than what it actually is like years are going past light years are going past very fast at the event horizon from the perspective of the person that's close to it so here is my theory about black holes right one if black holes are formed because of nuclear fusion and stuff like that and it just explodes or whatever like that and it creates either a supernova or a neuron star or a black hole and it has its own sense of gravity and it has its own gravitational pull who is to say 
that we are not orbiting a black hole right now. And I don't know what y'all are going to say. Oh, we're orbiting the sun. Okay. All of the other planets in our orbit and in our solar system, they're circling the sun. They're orbiting the sun. Okay, cool. But who's to say that a sun is not a black hole that just hasn't, that just hasn't been exploded yet? Like, I don't know if that's going to make sense or not. But the sun is such this huge super ball of heat and energy that it's not out of it's not really out of reach and it's not really that far off to say that eventually it can collapse inside of itself and create a black hole right and then plus from the video it said like the video that i watched it said that if the if that was to happen to the sun we would not notice it for thousands of years so who's to say that the sun is not already in the in the making or in the process of becoming a black hole or it already is a black hole and we just don't know that and i know what y'all are gonna say well i know what happens with black holes black holes they suck in every single light light does not refract light does not bounce off of anything in a black hole so it wouldn't even be possible for the sun to be a black hole because it provides light but like i said before who's to say that it's not getting to that point though <laughs> I don't know. I'm no astronomer. I am no chemist. And I am, in fact, not a scientific genius. I just like theorizing things and I just like using what I learned and just throwing what ifs around. Because what if we're circling a black hole and we just don't even know? If black holes have their own orbit, who's to say that we're not circling one? Who's to say that the sun is not circling? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, mind blown. <laughs> who's to say the sun is not circling a black hole? And who's to say who's to say that we are not circling? Who's to say that a black hole is not the actual center of our universe? Well, at least the universe that we know, the observable universe. We may all be circling a black, a huge super black hole, and we don't even know it. Mic drop. <laughs> Now, in this part, I just want to talk about, like, what I've been into recently. Yeah, the stuff I've been into recently. Um, Most of the stuff is pertaining to fashion. No surprise there. But I have really... I don't. Okay, one, let me just preface this by saying Pinterest is the best app ever. I don't care what no one has to say to me. Pinterest is the all-time amazing app for everything. And I say this because, one... Pinterest is literally social media without annoying people in the comment section. Pinterest is top tier. And I really like that Pinterest. Anyone who. Okay. Anyone who knows me knows that I love aesthetics. I love romanticizing everything. I love it. I don't care. Because if I'm going to live on this earth, I might as well have fun while I'm doing it. But Pinterest just shows all of the aesthetic, romanticized things about life. And I love it. But. I just want to get into what I've been loving recently. So with fashion, I have been loving like the, I don't know how you explain this, but I don't know if it's like the hippie aesthetic. I don't know, but it's like, I've been loving like the long maxi skirts, like the long um, designed maxi skirts with like the tank tops and like the camis and stuff like that. I'm looking at pictures like right now on, um, on Pinterest, but I've just been loving like the long colorful tote bags and like the skirts that like come down to the knees and they're just like really flowy like the like the earth 
hippie girl aesthetic. I have been loving that recently, and I am so angry that I got into that when it's December. Oh, my phone just fell because I just threw it because <laughs> I was upset. But bro, I hate that because why am I into this? Why am I into this little aesthetic, and why am I into this little section of fashion when I cannot, when I physically can't wear it? I I can't. So because of that. I've kind of tried to stay out of that style and I've been into like I have really been into I've already been into streetwear obviously but I've really been into like I love shoes anyways but I've really been into like the is it archive fashion is that what you no that's not it because archive fashion is completely different but I've really been into like the I've always loved chunky shoes I don't care what nobody got to say I love chunky shoes because one I'm only 5'3 so if I can wear some shoes that make me look taller and more intimidating I will but I've been loving like the new balance grandpa shoes aesthetic I have been loving it I'm looking at a pair of uh I'm looking at a pair of Nikes right now and they're called the let me see the reply they're called the Nike ACG Sebek, and they were released in 2002. These look amazing. I've also been loving New Balances. And I'm so glad that New Balances are coming back to style. Like, oh my goodness. Like, I've been loving the 550s, the New Balance 550s. I've been loving the 530s. I love the 608s too. Those are amazing. And I love the 574s. I just love New Balances. Oh my goodness, I found a pair of New Balances at the thrift store. I think they, hold on, I'm about to, wait, I'm about to go check and see what they are. I found a pair of New Balances at the thrift store, and they are the 451s. I love them. If y'all hear movement, it's because I had to get up and find the shoe. But, um, yeah, I've been loving those recently, too. I've really just been, I've been feeling New Balances, and I have just been feeling, like, I don't know I've just been feeling shoes recently that aren't Jordans because I feel like Jordans come on I will never get tired of a one a four a dunk or a five or a six for that matter I'll never get tired of those shoes but recently it's just kind of like I'm getting I, I know I just said I'm getting tired of it but I'm just getting tired of seeing it all the time and one thing about me when it comes to fashion and when it comes to like style and stuff like that one, I hate looking like everybody else. And when I see that everyone is like on a certain wave, it I just get turned off by it. I just don't want to be a part of it anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of it anymore. But I've also been loving um oh my goodness, hold on. I've also been loving Adidas too. I've been loving the Adidas Form Lows. Those are amazing too. They give like the little nineties vibe, but I don't care. I love it. And then I've also been loving Doc Martens too. <sighs> but I'm just so upset. Like the loafer, Tyler Creator type style Doc Martens. I have been loving those, but the only downside about it is that, oh my God, a few years ago, I wanted the Doc Martens with like the roses on them at Journeys. And when I went and tried them on, Doc Martens don't come in half sizes. So I was right in between the seven and the eight. The seven was way too small and the eight was way too big. And I was so devastated when I found out Doc Martens didn't come in half sizes. So now I can't wear Doc Martens without it feeling weird. But if I like put a sock in the shoe or something like that, I probably could. But I didn't want it. I don't want to do that. But yeah, and also I've been loving Converse's too. I want to get into more Converse's. I only have two pair of Converse's, which is the red ones and then like the platform ones. But I definitely want to buy more Converse's because those are super cool too. Okay, so another thing that I've been like really into recently. I have been into reading. Yes, I am an old lady. But 
I I used to love reading like in middle school. I feel like everyone I feel like everyone used to love reading in middle school until we got to high school and then we were forced to read boring stupid books and have to do book reports and assignments and quizzes and tests and stuff like that on the book. It's kind of like when you're forced to do something, you don't want to do it anymore. That's exactly what happened to me with reading. Because in middle school, I used to, I have, I still have all of the Diary of Obi Kid books. I used to love the Dork Diary series. I used to love Junie B. Jones. I'm trying to think of, oh my God. I used to love that book called Smile. It was like a comic book. I still have it. I forgot the name of the author. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. Um... The Smile author. Yes, Smile by Rainy Raina Tell Gimme. Bro, I don't know how to pronounce this. I am so sorry. But it, it's a graphic novel called Smile. And she has a whole collection of books. Like it was one called Sisters, one called Drama, called Smile, and called Ghost and Guts. I've never heard of I've never heard of Ghost and Guts before, but I've heard of Sisters, Smile, and Drama. But anyway, I used to love reading when I was like little. And now since I'm in college and stuff like that, I have gone back into loving reading. I'm currently reading a book called um, Love the One You're With by Emily Griffith. Amazing book. I want to read, um, I just really want to get into reading. I've been seeing a whole lot of like book recommendations on my TikTok. I've been seeing a whole lot of like YouTubers talking about like the how many books they've read this year. They're little, they're like red wrapped. You know how Spotify does like the end of the year music wrapped. I've been seeing a lot of people doing their like red reading raps and stuff like that and I've just been seeing a whole lot of, like book talk people and a lot of people on YouTube talking about the books that they've read and the thing with me I just want to get my attention span up and I also want to stop being on my phone as much because I find myself like when I'm not doing anything especially since I'm on break when I'm not doing anything I just immediately want to go to my phone and then I'm just on TikTok mainly TikTok for like just hours on end and just aimlessly scrolling and then I feel like I'm losing years of my life and I'm using not using losing brain cells while I do this and I want to just find something that's more productive with my time so yeah I just want to get into books a whole lot more but the thing is I've been noticing that books are expensive like why why are they so expensive like especially the Barnes and Noble books and I know that I can find like cheaper books elsewhere but like I said I love romanticizing my life so I want to go to Barnes and Nobles and I want to have my Starbucks and I want to go and pick out the books and oh my goodness make it up make it a whole make it a whole day make it a whole experience I want to do all of that (laughs) but yeah I just want to get into reading a lot more I've been into that I've also been into hanging plants I have always been into plants and greenery and stuff like that but I bought a fake hanging plant for my room and I'm obsessed with it. And now I need the real thing. The only thing about it, though, is like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to take care of it. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like if I just push myself to do it, I could. But but knowing that I, is this how parents feel? Knowing that I'm responsible for something living kind of stresses me up just a little bit, just a little bit. So I couldn't imagine being a parent. <laughs> so yeah, that's just kind of, but that's another thing I've been into, just like, plants and stuff but um I think I'm gonna wrap this up now though because I feel like I'm rambling now but yeah thank you for tuning in to this small little episode of me rambling and stuff like that I really appreciate it I really appreciate just all the love and stuff that I've been getting um because of the podcast and stuff like that it means so much to me 
and um yeah so be on the lookout for the next episode which is um the bigger episode the gentrification episode with a few guest speakers and then after that oh i'm a oh i'm gonna give y'all a little um i'm gonna give y'all a little sneak peek into what the episode after the gentrification episode is gonna be on it is inspired by an emma chamberlain podcast episode i don't know if y'all listen to her but she has a, a podcast called anything goes it's inspired by her it's about standards in society and it's about fashion as well i'm gonna just leave that there i'm gonna let y'all figure it out from there <laughs> but yeah that's it thank you for tuning in i appreciate it a lot and i'll see you later in the next episode which is going to be the gentrification episode hopefully but yeah okay goodbye now <laughs>